Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello, hello. How's it going? Uh, it's it's going great. Uh, I, just had a, I just had a good draft last night. A little 10, 10 team pipper. Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I really do. I feel like most leagues nowadays are like 12, 14 um it's nice to do a 10 team one because you're like i feel like after a 10 team draft you always look at your squad and be like they're amazing look all these great yeah look all these great players i have and then like six weeks in you're like why aren't these players great (laughs) (laughs) or sometimes it's a decision like i feel like in a 10 team league it gets to the end of the year playoffs and the decisions are just harder you have more people to choose from and you can really yeah, you can uh, over, overthink. But I guess I'd rather be in a position where I'm overthinking than be in a position where I'm like scouring the waiver wire on like Saturday or like Friday night mm-hmm. saying like, who, who's going to save me this week? I, I, I rather, I, I rather have a, a wealth of players that I can choose from and say, Oh, well, you know, maybe that guy did better on my bench, but this guy did better. The guy that I played probably did better than most of the people on the waiver wire. Yeah. I also think that luck can play more of a factor in 10 team leagues than in deeper ones, because at the end of the season, you know, you kind of know who the best teams are uh, across the board based on their entire roster. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, 10 team league, you can be a little shallow. It also depends on the setting, the scoring settings and how many receivers you start. If you start three receivers, this argument is kind of invalid. Yeah, um, there is in this yeah. league. It's uh, one QB, three wide receivers, two running backs and uh, wide receiver running back tight end flex. OK, so who'd you get that you really like? Um. Let me. Oh, now you put me on the spot. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> well, we can talk god. about the Tyler Perry league. We can. We, uh, we, we can we talk our, about our uh, leagues. <laughs> we had a, uh, a our draft, our our famous um, keeper oh, league, oh, long time keeper so, league. It was so good. Season seventeen or eighteen, I think. Something like league. that. Yeah. Yeah. Been going since I think two thousand seven. So uh, yeah, it's it was a great draft, a lot of fun. Um, last Sunday, a little earlier than some folks would like, but, uh, four (laughs) keepers per team, 12 teams, deep rosters, super flex league at this point, um, full point Pipper scoring bonuses. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Full point Pipper. That's right. And, uh, so I kept Ezekiel Elliott, Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers uh, and Cooper Cup as my four. Adam, you kept Cooper Jalen Hurts, um, Jalen Hurts, uh, Christian, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, and Darren Waller. Ah, perfect. Okay, very good keeper squad. Um, and uh, and I had the fifth pick 
And I was excited to jump on a quarterback there. We talked in our last recording about how important the quarterback position is in a super flex or two QB league. And, and I really took my own advice there and I went with Stafford um, with the fifth pick Dak Prescott was actually available in this draft and was taken second overall after Najee Harris, who went, what was your, what was your rationale there in not taking uh, Dak and taking Stafford oh. in front of Dak? Oh, no, I would have taken Dak. If, oh, if Dak I was had. taken before. Oh, I thought you said yeah. that. Okay. No, no, sorry. Not not second in order of quarterbacks. Oh, I see. Uh, Just second, second overall. overall. Yeah. In the yeah. Draft. yeah, sorry. You can see the confusion there. Yeah. Uh, Terry McLaurin went third in this draft and Chris Carson went fourth. And then yeah. Stafford went... Uh, and then immediately after Tua went, Javante Williams, and then Joe Burrow, and then DeAndre Swift, who was available, um, and then Robert Woods, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, and Trevor Lawrence. The last two picks there, DJ Moore and Trevor Lawrence, were yours. Yes, I was. I was really hoping Deontay Johnson was going to fall to me. Um, that's who I was trying to get there. I knew I was going to go wide receiver, quarterback. Um, a little bummed I didn't get him, although I do feel like he has the potential to be a little overhyped right now. I think he's being drafted probably where he should be, but I think people, he's definitely a trendy player right now. Um, he's definitely on like a lot of the uh, lists of p- players people really love. You're talking about Trevor um, Lawrence? No, um, I'm talking about Deontay Johnson. You- oh, Deontay Johnson. Okay. Yeah. So I was bumming at him. Uh, happy to get DJ Moore. Um, I think he was like the last receiver in that kind of group left. Um, wasn't so stoked about having him and McCaffrey again at the, on the same team. I don't love that always because sometimes one takes away from the other and can't really maximize the points. But I do think DJ Moore is really good. So, and mm-hmm. I think, I think Darnold's an upgrade over Bridgewater. So we'll see. Um, but, and then Trevor Lawrence, I'm very excited because, uh, for a couple of reasons, one, obviously that last preseason game, he looked amazing. Um, I think their offense, even though ETN is out, I think their offense is better than a lot of people think. Um, Mm -hmm. I think their wide receivers are pretty underrated. Yeah. They're Um, pretty good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think Jones, DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault is their top three. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think those guys could be really good. Um, I think Urban Meyer is going to do a good job of transitioning Trevor Lawrence from the college game to the program game. And I feel like Trevor Lawrence already kind of played more of a pro style offense in college. So I just think he's ready. And I, I think the fear for me is I was excited to get him for two reasons. One, I think he's going to have a good year Two. I'm not too sure about Jalen Hurts in terms of is he going to be a keeper next year as well? Like, I think there's a lot of question marks about him. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I feel like people aren't completely sold on him, including the staff in Philly. So I was looking at Trevor Lawrence as my next like long term keeper at quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm really excited about. And then um, after I filled out my roster, I did exactly what we, I said I was going to do. I filled out my positions, got the rest of my wide receivers um got devonta smith and juju and then went and got big ben for my third quarterback so So i I feel good yeah Yeah, i feel good about that 
I feel really good about that. I would have liked to get maybe a fourth, but I just kept feeling like I needed a little bit more running back and wide receiver depth for the quarterbacks that were available. And I was like, you know, I'm fine with these three. I rolled with three for most of last year. Yeah, I rolled with three for most of last year, and that worked out pretty well for me. It's definitely tough to draft a fourth um, because you don't really want to. You don't really feel it. But immediately after the draft ends, that quarterback becomes more valuable than the spot where you you drafted him. Yeah, yeah. I think think there's going to be some guys that come off the waiver wire that are going to have some value this year too. I think Cam will end up somewhere. Um, especially if someone gets hurt. Yeah. Um, I think there's some value there. There's a couple other guys I was looking at. Like, I don't know if Tyrod Taylor's taken in our league, but I think he could have some value. Um, I believe he is taken. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think there's guys that are on the waiver wire, right? Wa- waiver wire in like two quarterback leagues. Wire. Waiver wire. Uh, <laughs> are in the two quarterback leagues that could potentially have value um, if you're really unsure about your third or even your second quarterback. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I don't know. You know, it might yeah. be smart to to load up a little bit more depth on that position because that's load so up. important. It's, yeah, so it's important. almost like the real NFL. You won't regret it. You know, to the real NFL, you know, they don't hesitate in drafting uh, like first or second round quarterbacks because they know they could always trade them if they are pretty good. They always have value. I mean, that's um, what so, the Patriots did for right like a handful of years there they just yeah. kind of stockpiled on guys that were confident enough to actually start yeah they used you know? brady <laughs> yeah. and his, you know and what he could teach a younger quarterback um at least absolutely. twice two or three absolutely. times absolutely um, yeah for guys who you know maybe not that great at all like uh like matt castle and jimmy garoppolo and there was one other guy forgetting his name though uh um, jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. I think there was even one other guy, but I forgot. Um, Oh, Ra- Mallet, Ryan Mallet. <laughs> oh yeah. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Um, but anyway, qu- quarterback really starts getting like your second quarterback really starts getting uh, hard to hard to get excited about very, very quick in these super flex drafts too. Yeah. But my second quarterback, I got very excited about with Trevor Lawrence. I was shocked. Yeah. He fell to me at the end of the first rounds or beginning of the second round, you know, I just yeah. didn't, I thought he was going to go one or two. Really? Huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I get, okay. I would have gone Najee Harris, Dak, McLaurin. Like I think those three in that order, but I was surprised that you didn't get Trevor Lawrence. I was surprised. And I do think he will go through some growing pains, mm-hmm. but, but like, that's why I have big Ben, you know, maybe the weeks where he plays a really tough defense I, yeah. you know, sit him for Big Ben, you know, or or Jalen Hurts has a tough week. I sit him for Big Ben, you know, because I feel like Big Ben was pretty steady last year. He was good, you know, and um, I think he'll be okay this year again as well. And uh, I got a third quarterback in the 11th round, Carson Wentz. Um, I and I did one. get that. I did get that fourth quarterback, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, uh-huh. just say what the heck, uh, I know he's probably only going to be relevant for a handful of games or weeks, um, to start yeah. the season, but we don't who know knows? for sure. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, he could be starting all year. He could be somebody, right. he could be like a, you know, like a, like a poor man's Derek Carr, which is all you yeah. want for, well, which is right. what you would want for a fourth quarterback. Hey, I'd take right. that. Right. Someone in our league traded Keenan Allen for Drew Locke last season. So just, just so you know, that's how valuable um, second or third quarterbacks in this league will end up being. 
yeah. at, uh, at a certain point. Yeah. And uh, I, I chose Stafford over Lawrence simply because I think Stafford is going to have a monster year. I think we've, we've never seen him in a good, really in a good one, one year in Detroit, he had a good um, team and they made I mean, the playoffs. He had, he always had weapons in Detroit. Yeah. And he was a matter of guy. It was a matter of, yeah. And, but he was, it was a matter of a lack of a running game. Um, the offensive line was never terrible, but sometimes not that great. But it was really not having a good coach, I feel, mm-hmm. or an offensive-minded coach that could really get that team to the next level. So maybe that's the case here. And I mean, everyone's really hyping up all the Rams right now. Yeah. I mean, I took I took three Rams. I took in my 10-team league, I took Stafford, Higby, and Daryl Henderson. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this goes into sort of one of the reasons why I end up keeping cup um, and moving Kittle at that point. A few you're just really ago. high on the Rams. I, I felt like Stafford was going to be there for me. Um, I obviously wanted Harris or Prescott, um, but I really felt like Stafford, good chance he was going to be there for me. Um, and if not, Lawrence was going to be, you know, so I was going to be excited about that, but I was really yeah. excited about a Ram stack. I already have got a, a Packers stack. stack in my uh, lineup and now i got a packers that can and a you know stack. that can be really good at times it can yeah. also be really scary at times just ask max slacks last year but at least you have two separate teams at least it's not all one team yeah, um yeah. but yeah that can be it's always exciting having a good quarterback along with their, their good wide receiver yeah and um, it definitely helps fantasy wise as well so speaking of yeah. aaron Rodgers. I picked up, so I had, um, like in the draft, I was missing a pick because I traded away last year. So I picked up, I had a waiver wire pickup after the draft, and I scooped up Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little excited about him. I feel like Aaron Rodgers asked for him back. You know, this they, they've made it known like this is the last hurrah or p- potentially the last hurrah in Green Bay. They have, yeah. Devontae and, Adams and Aaron Rodgers, I believe they posted or at least yeah, commented whole, on social media about the last dance. Uh, yeah, the whole yeah. Although and, although and, slow yeah. down, slow down, big guys. You're not close to those guys. So uh, let's let's calm down. Let's calm down over there. <laughs> um uh, but but I'm 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 excited to at least have Randall Cobb for the first couple of weeks to see what he does. Obviously, I don't think he'll do what he did like back in his heyday with Rodgers. But in terms of a guy I didn't even draft and just scooped off the waiver wire after the draft, I'm excited to see what he has to offer. Because I think my other wide receivers in terms of depth are kind of questionable. I'm not sure what they have to offer either. I got Henry Ruggs and Devontae Parker. Mm. um two upside guys mm. if that you, i think have I potential you could call that i don't know if you can call parker that right now i mean parker he had some be... monster games last year parker did yeah good luck trying to predict when they are um but he's he's then, my that, that was also one with two three four he's my fifth wide receiver yeah that was also with fitzpatrick you know but i agree at, at a certain point a player like that has no value i would argue at fantasy i like him though for the record, if there uh, were injuries and he had a bunch of targets, he'd be very valuable again. Exactly. I think I think uh, also with the addition of your boy um, that you were gushing about last uh, week, um, 
Waddle. Oh, Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Jalen Waddle. I think that mm-hmm. also takes some attention off of Parker because Parker, for the most part, was their number one wide receiver. Yep. So, and I know um, Will Fuller's coming back. Yeah, um, week two. And then Gasecki, I believe, was the preferred target of Tua uh, last season. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I think I think there's in terms of my fifth wide receiver, like for whoever was left there, I felt like he was the guy that like would have the most potential to score double digit points. Yeah. That's possible. Like I yeah, like I, you know, there were a lot of the guys that were sitting there were like guys like you have to hope they at least catch five balls. Like they're probably not going to get a touchdown. Like this guy could get a touchdown. He could get a hundred yards. Like, I mean, he still has, I mean, he's still, you know, a big target. That's very athletic. I mean, he's not like past his prime or anything. Eh, I bet you he's 28. He's 28. Yeah. But like, this is his, his age apex. He has to, if he's not going to produce more than he ever has statistically this season, it's definitely all downhill from here. So, yeah. So maybe he tries and he's works his ass off to get a big contract. Yeah. We don't have to talk about Parker anymore, but that is the thing about him (laughs) for sure. Sure. But the rest of the rest of our clubs, let's fill out the rest of our uh, rosters in the Tyler Perry league, uh, because I'm very excited about my squad. Of course. uh, I ended up with Mike Davis in the sixth round, which was kind of against everything I had been talking about uh, on this show all off season in that uh, draft chase Edmonds, if he's available uh, because he was available at the oh, fifth wow. pick in the sixth you, round. You didn't go chase Edmonds. <laughs> you went Mike Davis. You just feel like that's a safer pick for you. Or like what yeah. was your rationale there? That was ultimately what it was. I only had one other running back at that point in the draft, Ezekiel okay. Elliott. Okay. And I think if Chase Edmonds was my third running back, like I definitely would have been all over that, but very you're, happy about that. So you're concerned about the presence of James Conner and that Chase Edmonds still won't be used more than like 15, 20, you know, carries. You know, he'll get 15 maybe at his, in a, on a good day, carries. If you could promise me he's going to get 15 carries in a game, I, I would have drafted him. I well, think. that's what I'm saying. You can't promise. You're saying like that's his that's his peak. That's his peak. He'll probably guaranteed you know eight to ten carries a game with him. Yeah, I'm not so scared of Connor. I do really like Edmonds. Uh, you know, we just haven't seen a lot of it. You know, I know he's flashed. Um, he's looked really good at times. He's broken off big runs. Obviously, not a big touchdown score. You know, and this is a full point PPR league. He's caught seven balls in a game last year. He caught five in a ball in a game a couple of times. I don't know. Maybe they just don't target running backs all that much over there. I don't know that he's really going to reach the point scoring potential of Mike Davis. If Mike yeah, Davis I get can stay that. healthy, I and get that. as a but- second running back, I definitely feel better about Davis. Yeah, you you where do you see Davis's peak performance at? Like do well, you think he does what he did last year? I mean, like when he was the starter. Yeah. Because he yeah, definitely he faded. Does. He definitely faded towards the end of the year. And I don't think that was all him. I think that was right. also like Bridgewater not being very good, uh, the offensive line not being extremely good. Um, but he yeah, definitely so, faded. Like he had some amazing weeks. I mean, I had did. him. 
He saved me. And he still had a week 14. He still had a good week. He had yeah. he was 11 for 51, two touchdowns, five catches, 42 yards. A big part of his game is pass catching. And yeah. we do know that Atlanta features the pass catcher. I yeah. heard some really good reports from him out of camp in Atlanta that he looked great. Um, and they have no one else. They, they really have no one else behind him. They didn't pick up Gurley. They didn't pick up anyone else. Um, yeah. I just felt like this was his time. And this is a guy, as we've talked about on this, these airwaves for a while now that he is under respected because, because of, of his, his name, name. because, of, <laughs> because his name. of how plain his name is. And I think he's one of those guys who has that fire in, in his, in the pit of his stomach, unlike the Devonte Parker types who, you know, can sometimes struggle with effort. Um, this guy, I don't worry about that. Um, I don't know. No, I've heard he's yeah. bigger than he was last season. Bigger. He's, he's bigger. pissed. He's, he's actually bigger. very upset. He's, he's very upset and he's bigger. He's he's more muscular this season. Oh, he's more muscular. And he's very upset about the people saying that. Did you, that did he's you like wear see him with his shirt off? Did you see him with his shirt off? I, I heard some reports did you see about him his physique. Before and after? <laughs> I wish. I can I can only wish. <laughs> but looking at his numbers, he got more run at the beginning of the season in Carolina. Um, his yards per carry dipped a little bit in a certain couple of matchups, Detroit, Minnesota, other matchups. I have to say they didn't, it didn't really dip that much. It was more a matter of usage and how bad I think the Panthers kind of were sure, down the stretch. Sure. Last I, year. I agree with that. I agree. Yeah, and they that. played I, Washington green Bay in their last two games that Davis played. And those are teams that were in the playoffs. You know, those are teams that were needed those games, you know, for sure. For sure. No, I, I mean, I, I think it will, I think your rationale, especially because it was your second running back, makes sense. Yeah. Um, I do think the upside with Chase Edmond, especially in a PPR league, um, is higher. Although you're right, Mike Davis will get some catches. I I, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess you just went with the safer pick there. Or, I did. I know. really did. And, and, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes... Yeah. Those picks, when you're picking them, you're like, oh, I don't want to make this pick or, you know, like, I, I you know, I don't necessarily really love this, love this player. Yeah. yeah. But then you sit there and say, but this is the guy that's going to steadily get me 10 to 15 points every week compared to this guy that might be a little bit more of a boomer bust. And yeah. I need, a, I need, you know, you need consistency because you're going to have to start him every week. He's your second running back. Yeah, I'll have to start him for a while. And then I ended up getting Damian Harris in the seventh round at the second pick. I think that's um, I think that's a smart pick. I definitely would have taken Edmonds there. Um, and I was really hoping to get Harris Edmonds. and Edmonds. I was actually that was kind of what I wanted, but um didn't happen yeah, that, that, that didn't end up yeah. ended up happening. Um I would have been happy with that and not but like, I think getting Harris, yeah. I think getting Harris, I think Harris could step in and be your second best running back too. I think yeah. Now that it's definitely going to be Mac Jones there, I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Um, I think it'll be interesting. Do you? How do you feel about James White? Because I did take him with my last position player pick in my 10-team league. Oh, I think uh, it's a good pick. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to get a little bit catches. more play. Yeah, I think he, was, he didn't work very well with Cam Newton, but I think there's gonna, he's going to be a safety valve for Mac Jones quite a bit. Um, so I'm a little excited about that. Any other picks in this league you're excited about? I see you got Devonta Smith, which I'm I excited about. Imagine. 
You're excited I'm excited about, about Devonta. I'm so, that's the one stack I'm excited about the yeah. Jalen Hurts Devonta Smith connection. I think that yeah. could be could be really good. Um, I got Juju Smith Schuster um, being a PPR league. You know, I think I think he's gonna be a little bit better than he was last year. Um, I think you know more and more teams are gonna start keying in on De- Deontay Johnson. Um, because I think they really keyed in on Juju Smith-Schuster last year because they still saw him as the number one. But now I think with there being a little bit more of the ball spreading around, I think Juju, for a, my third wide receiver, not too mad about it. Um, and then I, I also got Ruggs and Devontae Parker and Randall Cobb, as we talked about. Got um, And then my backup running backs are... Melvin Gordon and JD McKissick. Not super excited about that. Um, I know um, Zach Moss was a guy I was hoping to to get, but uh, was picked right before me, before my pick. So I was a little bummed I couldn't get him. But Melvin Gordon, I just think he's going to be the starter there, de facto starter for a little while. Um, who was the guy that got drafted there in Denver? Javante Williams. Javante Williams. I think he's getting a little overhyped right now. And yeah, I sure. could definitely I could definitely see him um, not being a bust, but being one of those guys that doesn't live up to the potential right away. And I, I think Melvin Gordon's going to be the starter there for a little while. And even when uh, Williams starts getting more carries, I think it's going to be a pretty good split. And they run the ball a lot there. So he played – Melvin Gordon played really well last year. I think he had like 4.6 – yeah, 4.6 yards a carry Yeah, he played year. well. Yeah, he, he could definitely be a viable starter for a number of weeks, and we don't know how good Williams is going to be. Um, so absolutely. And that so seemed to I, be good. Yeah. So I, I'm, a, I'm a little, I'm pretty excited about like the potential of having somebody a little bit steady there. And then JD McKissick, you know, in a yeah. PPR league, I think he's a good like fourth running back to have. Sure. I would, I would definitely like if my, if my wide receivers hit um, and I'm, and I find myself a little deeper there than I thought I was maybe trying to trade one of them and get a, a little bit more depth than running back possibly. Um, right. But, you know, I got McCaffrey and Taylor. I'm just hoping that they don't get injured and I can really ride them this year. Um, oh, well done. I think you had a good draft. Um, I, uh, I ended up with Antonio Brown um, as a receiver. Um, my third receiver, Jalen Waddell as well. Your boy. As a, I guess a fourth receiver. It's your boy. Um, yeah, uh, I like those guys. I really like both of them this year in fantasy. I'm j- more waddle for the lottery ticket aspect. I think he for could sure. be incredible. And he was like, we already reported, I think the sixth pick in the draft. I think we were the only people to report that. Yeah. Um, and then Antonio Brown got him in the 10th. I really feel like he could be the target leader on that team. I don't understand why um, he's going in the 10th. I mean, I guess there's two. Antonio uh, Brown? Yeah, more talented you think players. Antonio Brown, you think Antonio Brown would be the target leader in Tampa Bay? I think there's a very good chance he's the target leader in Tampa Bay. Yes. You know they have Chris Godwin. Of course I know who they have on their team. Okay. All right. <laughs> they also Just have Mike sure. Evans. So, yeah. But uh, he's Brady not going to be the target. He spreads it around. He's he not, does. 
Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, he was I mean, dying to play with Antonio Brown. And at, when, when Antonio Brown joined the Bucks last year, he was the leading receiver in fantasy points uh, from that point forward, including playoffs. All right. So, all right. Yeah, I got sure. stats. I got, got things stats. to say. You got things to say. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just think to say, I mean, he's 33. He's going to be the target leader. I think it's very possible. Hey, Godwin's not exactly a, p- a picture of health. Uh, Evans wasn't targeted very often, except in the red zone last season um, by the Bucks. So uh, I do think it's very possible that Antonio Brown is the target lead. Not, not by a lot. I mean, if they all stayed healthy, I think it would be kind of a very close battle and Godwin would probably get more um, than Brown, but Antonio Brown's an incredible player. He was great in the playoffs last year. He's a nutcase, um, but he is a, uh, an amazing player still, still. No, I mean, I, I thought, I thought he played really well. Uh, I just, yeah, the, the whole, uh, target leader thing just threw me for a loop. Good. Good. We'll uh, how do you, do you think, do you think OJ Howard makes a step forward this year? you kind of have to, I mean, where has he been? Yeah. You know, if he, he takes a step back, he's out of the league. Yeah. I mean, he's, wait, he was, so. he was like a top 20 pick uh, in the draft, like three or four years ago, something like that. Yeah. So he's, he still hasn't done anything. Yeah. He's flashed. He's looked okay at times, but yeah, I mean, he's been hurt a lot. So he definitely needs to come through this season for the box. For sure. Maybe, maybe he's a guy that could be, uh, uh, you know, uh, a waiver wire tight end that you can pick up if you're yeah. weak, weak at that position. Brady spreads it around. He does. He does like his tight ends. All right. We got to get out of here. Um, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back soon. Enjoy week one. I hope you win. Not you, Adam. I hope you lose. Take that bullshit. Yeah. Turn it into good shit.